Hello everyone and happy Friday. We are back after a little hiatus and happy to share new episodes chronicling our journey to the 25 kilometer trail race. If you haven't figured it out yet, these episodes have been pre-recorded. And while you listen today, you might notice that some of the discussions are a little out of date. We hope that you'll still listen and enjoy. In today's episode, Aaron and I share our experience completing a 10 mile virtual road race. And the three of us talk about training, motherhood, and resiliency. Stay tuned, because as Nat would say, we are pumping out more episodes through to the finish line. So lace up your shoes and enjoy this latest episode. Don't forget to rate us and subscribe everywhere you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> we got to get better at this. <laughs> Hello. Happy Friday. <laughs> there, there, there's happy the Friday. enthusiasm we were missing. Woo-hoo. It's Friday and we missed last week, so it feels like forever. I don't feel like we have done this in forever. You feel we like we haven't done it in forever? We did do it two weeks ago. I don't remember. But yeah. there was a break before then, too. So I feel like it's only twice over a month right or two yeah because we missed two when I was gone Mm -hmm. yeah and then we had one and then we missed last week so I feel not um in touch with you girls the way we should be I was dying to ask you during the workout today but now I can officially ask you you two set um this little goal for yourselves of 10 miles breaking it up with a five mile run in there yeah tell me how that was it was great it was really awesome. It really was. Yeah. Aaron had a bit of a knee issue at the end, but otherwise it was great. I was truthfully impressed at how the five mile run portion went. Mm-hmm. Like that was great. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do five miles of running, but yeah, we did well. The route we had planned was lovely because it was really flat. And then we made our way down to the waterfront. So I was really looking forward to that nice steep hill we were going to walk down. But turns out when you have knee pain, the hill is not the greatest option. So there was a moment where I attempted to walk down the hill backwards just to relieve some of the um, pain I was feeling. And it was honestly like it was a bit of a struggle towards the end there. I was thinking I might need a ride down to the restaurant. (laughs) So where did this knee thing come into play? It's always my, like, that's my biggest downfall. I feel like all the time it started bothering me right at the end of our run. Like we were trying to run one more minute and I couldn't, I couldn't do it for that one minute. And then it kind of was, I could feel it the whole walk, but it's just strength. It's, it's trying to run five miles one day without running miles leading up to it like it's just I think it is just a strength thing so Erin you do think it's a strength thing and you're not I mean provided that training continues to the 25k you're not worried about trail running being particularly onerous on your knee I mean I don't know I haven't probably done enough trail running to know but I just know from what we've done so far if I was if something was going to hurt it was going to be my knee, but it wasn't debilitating. And typically it, it was as soon as I would start walking, it would be okay. So I don't think it was an injury so much as I think my 
form likely when I'm tired is terrible. And I think that probably is what's like tweaking it. Mm -hmm. Aaron, when I think back to like physically seeing you run workout, am I wrong? Do you have a little bit of a turnout or do you ha have a big turnout with one side versus the other? I think I do have a turnout and I think it's worse when I'm tired. Like okay. I think then my form is, is terrible. And I would find, like, I remember when we started running two days in a row, I found hard, like, and my knee would bother me two days in a row. So that was also why a lot of the training we did, it was always like every second day for me, because that tended to bother me. Yeah. I remember the knee being an issue over the years. It's just, um, up to this point, I haven't heard about it. So no, and it hadn't been bothering me. I noticed it a little bit and I. I assumed it might have also something to do with my runners. I was still wearing my runners from two years ago when we did all those long runs. So I think that helped, but this time I just, I do think it's a result of fatigue. So overall, you're it was awesome. both happy. You both, did you go and sit up at, at bite and have a, did you like have lunch there or what'd you do? Just please paint the, the picture. Please paint the picture of walking into bite restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> walking in or walking out well it was a Sunday morning or Sunday you know nearing on noon o'clock as we were getting there and I think we were anticipating it being very quiet because the two of us don't leave our house so we don't really have a true representation yeah we should have taken a selfie in the restaurant because what we found was most people were there <laughs> like after church on Sunday and we're like dressed up and I always have pretty low expectations in Thunder Bay. Like you can typically show up to basically any restaurant without thinking too much about dress code. But there was a moment where we were like, mm, I wonder what everyone else here is thinking about us. And then we settled into the fact that most of these people probably didn't run 10 miles this morning. So we could feel good about that. Despite and I how. think I started telling people like, oh, we, we did 10 miles. We did the 10 miler this morning. <laughs> Why we look like this. The waiter, because he was, he was probably rolling his eyes at us a little bit. We both joked, like, this is who we want to be. Like this day really represents the type of people we want. We're aspiring to be like those that could just run 10 miles in the morning and then go have brunch without yeah, having like, to crawl out of the restaurant, which I is think what it I took to us. I think it took us two and a half hours altogether. And yeah, we both agreed that like, that was a great way to spend the morning was mm -hmm. exercising and chatting and then ending up having lunch. So yeah, it was awesome. Like with me and my girlfriends, it's hilarious how we can run train, you know, 20 miles and you're with that person three, three hours. And for some odd reason, you never run out of something to say, like no. there's just the conversation flows. And I thought, Oh, I wonder how like Jess and Aaron just ran five, they walk five, then they're going for brunch. You know, like, did it, did it feel at some point where you're like, okay, Jess, okay, Aaron, like, we, we're done. Not, Not even for a second. I yeah, mean, we awesome. maybe can't talk as efficiently as you do with your training friends, because, like, we need a breather in between. But that was almost the best part of, for me of the walk and the sit down is that we don't always get to, like, get into as much yeah. as we want to because right. we're struggling to breathe. There's a lot of, okay, I'll tell you after when we walk, I'll finish this when we walk. <laughs> there is. I, I gotta say, considering the last time we talked, I was a bit of a mess. It also was such a good reminder that though I say I don't like running, I, I really do like it when it's over 
and and partially during if it's with Jess, but like it was a good reminder to me that like it is a worthwhile venture for me. Well, and we've kind of gone over over the weeks about it's you love being with company. You literally in that one run checked off all the boxes we've been trying to help you check right. off. You went on yeah, your own. Look at you that. Did something for yourself. Yeah. You got a run in. Like you literally just went bam, bam, bam. Yeah. The only thing that would have like been the icing on the cake is if it was at bedtime. That's right. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think we could have managed it at bedtime, but maybe worth a try at some point. And then, so Jess, when did your foot funky heel thing happen then? The next day. Oh, come on. The next day. So I was doing gardening yard work all day and it was the end of that. Or was it the same day? No, I didn't go home and do gardening. It was the next day. So yeah, we did about six hours of yard work and I was playing with the dog in the yard at the end, just picking things up. And like I said to you this morning, I was walking backwards and I didn't realize that there was this dip in the yard and I just rolled my ankle like slightly, like I would say to the point where I didn't know until the next day that I had hurt it. That was annoying. And I don't think I sprained it. Like, so I don't know what I did really to it. It's annoying. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm concerned about training, but I'm also nervous. Like I said, to go for a run just with my weight and the stress on the injury. I don't know like what's appropriate. And then you said you're, you don't go to physio for a while now. Well, I can't, I can't get in because she's off on a little holiday for three weeks. They said, So I'm on a wait list in case there's cancellations from any of the other practitioners, but hopefully I'll be able to get in to see her soon. Like I could maybe go for a run and see what happens. I just don't want to make it worse. Mm-hmm. So I think what you're doing is smart. Just give yourself some little extra time in terms of you being like bum, mad, sad about like the 25 in October. It's way too far. Yeah. And you have too much of a base even just physically from all of your types of workouts to not worry about that right now. Don't be bummed about that at all. Okay. I do feel that Aaron was this voice in my head, like crazy the last two days. When do you know, you know, like, are you going to slow down if you, and I'm at that point where I'm like, in that, why are you back to running like six days a week, even though it's five to six. So need to retool that before I seriously go backwards because I'm not moving forward anymore, right? So you feel like from a pain perspective, are you noticing more pain? I would say like, remember before I said, I feel like I'm 75, 80% better. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say now I'm like a solid 75. Like I I can feel there's a little, little slope that I'm going down, just tiny, but it's enough that I'm like, don't be stupid, Lado. I'm Can okay. you just repeat the feedback you just gave to Jessica to yourself? I didn't say anything. I didn't hear anyone <laughs> sticking to it. Can I ask something? What if pulling back because you just said you love to run every day? What if pulling back is running every day, but just running Small. not so far? Yep, Aaron, you're right. Oh, isn't it so interesting how we're only right in other people's lives? Why can't you have that um, 
mindset for your it's own. Just, it's really easy to tell other people what to do. Totally. It really is. And you know, like, I don't, you guys all have different injuries, like the knee, the ankle. Wow, we're, we're actually pretty hurt a bunch of people here. Is this we're, what it's like to get guys, older? Guys, we're getting old. <laughs> Be real. And we're fit. Look at, look at those fit, fitter runners. Um, I don't know about your injuries, but mine, when I kind of get going, as long as I stay flat and don't go up the hill, it doesn't get worse. So that's the demon I fight. Well, what's one more mile? It's not actually making it worse. Because it doesn't feel any different if I run one or 10, but like maybe later in the day it does. But right? it is but feeling different because your, your percentage rating you just gave us changed. Yeah. So it is feeling different somewhere. I could just take tr- stronger drugs. <laughs> you could. You could. <laughs> so moving forward, yes, I, I am definitely not going over what I said. And I need to like now rethink where, where you heading at. And then my physio, well, he just got called to go for some surgery he's been waiting for, for like months. Oh no. And then they said, we don't know when he'll be returning. Oh no. I'm like, oh, <laughs> is there okay. someone who can do the same type of therapy? He's the only one in town. Oh no. I know. What do you mean? It just sucks. Cause it's summer now. Yeah, this is the best time. Mm -hmm. Jess, we're going to, I'm going to think of you. You're going to think of me and we're not going to get down. We're going to keep going. So that's an interesting thing though, Aaron, where does that leave you? Because I know we love to do our long runs together. I am fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, here's the thing, right? I think I've got to just keep chipping away in Can whatever. I bike beside you? Let's yeah. go. I'll bike beside oh. you. Come out and, and we'll just go down the road. Or I want to buy a bike and we can do that together as well. Like I think you know my, what my homework was. Is that a bad finger net? Yeah. That was a bad. Well, okay. But for <laughs> part of it, part of what I was supposed to focus on this week was more about figuring out where my priorities are a little bit. And I think like for me, our whole sleep situation, I think is got to be my biggest focus because I think that opens up the most um, opportunity for me across all the different aspects that I'm trying to sort of work towards. So I think sleep is the first and then exercise, I think to me in general is the second. So I know Nat, you waved your finger at me, but I feel like it, it kind of is sitting above running for me in a sense that like, I just need my activity level to be more. And I'm hoping a large majority of that is running, but I don't want to give up. I don't want to create a situation where I don't want to go for a run. So I'm not going to do anything. I need to be able to say, you know what? I can't force myself into a run right now by myself. I'm going to go for a bike ride and that's going to be better than nothing. Oh, I guess I didn't write food on that list too. Like the food and nutrition and that aspect is in there somewhere. You were not happy with your last nutritional appointment <laughs> when we talked. So have you had another one or what's the status there? I did. So one thing, just to set the record straight, um, remember I felt like she rushed me off the phone. Yeah. Um, I think we actually, it's only meant to be a 45 minute call. So she didn't actually end the call 15 minutes early. Um, I think that was just what we were scheduled to do. 
think part of the challenge is that she's relying on me. My level of engagement is directly correlated to her ability to support, right? The whole like, mm -hmm. the whole um, arrangement is meant to be, we have these biweekly calls, but in between that, reach out to me, provide me updates, track your food, do all this stuff. And I haven't been doing a great job of that. So I had to also kind of take a look at myself in the situation. I think there's a lot there that can provide value. It's again, just like, you got to put the work in. When I'm listening to you, like, I love, I love that you did your homework. I love that you, you know, sat down, thought about these things, prioritized. I think that's great, Erin. Um, then I just keep bouncing to like all of our weeks of discussion and one, you seen these things mm -hmm. and then how do you tackle them without having what we talked about in past podcasts about you like getting overwhelmed and I, it's funny because I'm I'm working on a project right now and all of a sudden I have this like deadline and I said to Andrew oh my god I don't even know how to begin this because there's too much and then he looked at me he's like how do you eat an elephant and I was like what the fuck does that have to do with anything how do you eat an elephant right. it's like one tiny bite at a time I was like so right now, I just thought of that because that was his comment to me last night. You right now have it laid out and I love that you thought about it, prioritized it. How are you going to eat your elephant though, Aaron, without, without walking away from it? Well, that wasn't my homework yet. It wasn't to figure out how to execute that. It was just a <laughs> plan. I don't know, like Jess, you, you kind of alluded to feeling like a bit of overwhelm right now, or maybe I'm projecting, but no, I said that. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's part of what I struggle with. I, I do think I have a lot of self-awareness, but I, I do struggle like with the execution part of it. I think I know a lot of the things I need to do, but there's a big, I don't know, there's a gap in doing them. So if I look at it from my viewpoint listening to you the and then now you have it written down you have your numbers what i would say and suggest is to be like okay your number one your number one is what we're looking at push the other two aside yeah right and in that number one there's tons of layers to that number one of course yeah so now i feel like you need to pick one tiny bite in the one like so now i would put the other papers away take your one and write out now steps to achieving the one and yeah. then just work on one step. I think that's a great suggestion. Jessica, how do you organize your life when you feel overwhelmed? Well, I think our situations are so different. When I say that I'm overwhelmed, the things that I'm overwhelmed with are outside of my control. So for me to help with feeling burnt out, I just try to keep doing the things that kind of fill me back up. And right. so exercise is one of those things. It's really good for my mental health. I think I've said that before, even if it is just a really slow stroll through the yard or down the road, I have to make sure that I keep doing those things. Otherwise I can get into a bad spot. I just keep going. I just, I don't like I not to stop, I guess. I think I would feel much worse if I did, if I didn't do anything. I mean, I do think part of it for me is shifting 
with a lot of these things shifting to the positive in everything. Like I feel like these last couple of years, I really feel like I've become a super negative person. Like I just feel down. And I do feel like that is part of it is just in all of these things, figuring out where the positives are and spend more time. Mm -hmm. Even something as stupid as I I heard or read somewhere the other day, you know, even about to-do lists. It's like, how about keep a to-do list of all this shit you got done today? Like, I just consistently feel for work, like I write a list of all the things I need to do, and I can never check everything off. But what about on the other side of the list, having all the things you did? I 100% do that. that you? I 100%. (laughs) I use Google Calendar to put my to-dos in for each day. And sometimes at the end of the day, if I look at it and think nothing got checked off, then I add the things I actually did, and I check those off. And that's a huge, that's so important to do, because you you are producing things. Yeah. And even outside of just work, it's like, even with our kids, it's like, no, did I read you seven books today? No, I didn't. But you know what I did do? I snuggled you and I told you how much I loved you. And I I laid with you you until you fed, yeah, went to sleep and I put food on the table. I wiped your ass. (laughs) You know, when you said that comment, Aaron, I feel so relieved about the grumpiness comment. We're never going to know. Is it the pandemic? Or is it just where the three of us are in our lives in terms of families? And, but like, I, I have said to Andrew probably a hundred times in the last two years, holy shit, I'm grumpy. Like, I'm just yeah. a grumpy person now. I honestly feel like it's rare that I even talk to him without having a little bit of a tone or like, I feel like we're always just, I feel like a grumpy person mm-hmm. and all the people that are beyond having kids this age enjoy it now and all this kind of stuff I get it but like I still want my house to be clean I still want the kids to have clean clothes and fed and yes they still do activities nine times out of the week like there's still that aspect that I try to enjoy but fuck all these balls are in the air and you know when you said like the checklist some some days Lucas, we're supposed to do exercises with him every day. And I feel like an absolute failure because a week will go by and it's his arm. Like he needs to be doing this. And I have to tell you that I like get in a bed going, we didn't fucking do it again. But then it's nine o'clock and we just actually finished dinner at 830. Like that's how our lives are. So anyways, when you made that comment, it just I feel like I'm, I honestly hate that saying, enjoy them. They're only little for this long. Why is this stage the best out of all of them? Like life goes by fast. Don't put any more pressure on mothers and women. What are we like? Honestly, this is what I want to say because all of them did what we did, but like, so you want me to not ever like wash the dishes. You want me to never you know what there's shit that just has to get done when you own a house and when you have Mm -hmm. children and when Mm -hmm. you have work and school like and i get that when you get older you get another perspective i understand how time works i know that we can look back on our lives even though they're not as long as maybe other people's at this point but that is like life that is how it works time marches on whether you like it or not and all we can do is try to be present And that's it. 
And you know what I think as well, so much of what adds to that, um, like the pressures and the, the weight is the guilt associated with what we did or didn't do that day. I had a very similar feeling yesterday when we showed up to the psychologist's appointment and I, I blurted out, like, I didn't do anything we were supposed to do this week. Like, and that's on me. I'm the grown up. Like, it's not on, it's not on my nine-year-old to keep me accountable, but it's like half of the weight of that is the guilt that we're, you know, the guilt that you felt when you're going to bed, instead of also just thinking about how many things you did do in that day, which also positively contribute the activities he's in that also have to positively positively contribute the way you talk to him the way you you know it's just like the one thing that we maybe we don't maybe have I certainly don't have it but I could aspire to have is just at least letting go of the guilt part of that life is going to continue to be busy there's all of these outliers but maybe we could at least like take that out of the equation It's a really hard feeling when you feel like overwhelmed and that there's stuff in every pile of shit that has to get done. It is totally overwhelming. Yeah. And it's paralyzing sort of feeling. I almost like exploded the other day going, how do I get anything done? And then I said, okay, I'm going to pick one today. And I did. And I'm going to pick another one. Anyways, today my pile of paper is gone. I know. I was going to say, it's just like what you said to Aaron, take the first thing on your list and break it down into those 10 or 20 or however many points that go into that project. And that's all that you can do. Like that's, that's it because then it's less, uh, impossible. It's just crazy how many people, like, I hope I never forget how I felt in this period of time, because I think forward to when I am a mom and the way that I could talk, I mean, I am a mom, when my kids, let's say, are maybe moms, like just how much more valuable I can be if I don't just have rose-colored glasses on. Like if I, I have loved my mom, so when I think back on my childhood, I couldn't place any of this, but I love when I, my mom would say to me, oh, I remember, you know, your dad would get home from working in the bush and then he would fall asleep, like reading to your brother. And then I'd be stuck for three hours trying to get Jordan back to sleep because he wouldn't fall asleep and my dad would be asleep. Or like, I, you know, I remember him saying he was going to hockey and I was annoyed, like, just like, relatable things where it's like, oh yeah, this, this is how I envisioned my childhood, which was perfect in my, my own memory. But just like, that wasn't, that wasn't the reality. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not a shitty mom because we have this situation that just, that wasn't reality. That really was actually super hard. And and it was outside of the scope of your experience. You, right. I wasn't the mom. No, exactly. You had a totally different job to be doing at that time. But I just can't imagine saying to my kids like, oh, just you wait. Like that's not, I just can't imagine that. So I really hope that I, I remember and I don't become that person. Yeah, exactly. I think I have the battle scars at least to prove it for now, but yeah, it's just, that's not helpful, right? There's no part of that that's productive. What would actually be helpful in that moment is to say, oh man, I remember how hard that is. Right. 
I hope, and maybe it is more like, um, you know, that whole concept of like, oh, just leave the dishes and play with your kids. Like, fuck that. Somebody still has to do the fucking dishes. Yes, that's my point. Nap when the kids are napping. How about don't feel like shit if you have dishes in your sink? Or if it does make you happy, prioritize that. And, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just about uh, just acknowledging like the reality of the situation for people. Man, I think we're excellent mothers and humans in general. Just to say, guys, we're not perfect, but nobody is. Perfection is a sliding scale, a moving target. It's impossible. We're doing great. Aaron, there was a podcast we did like week three. And uh, I'll tell you, I know it's week three. And we were talking about like, how is Andrew supportive? And, and then you said, sometimes you just want him to say that sucks, right? And not solve it. And that's like, yeah, it's like full circle again. It's like, you're right. Sometimes just say, fuck, that sucks. Like, yeah, it's a big list and that sucks or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because someone in that moment giving you a solution to a problem you've been struggling with, to me, I just feel like it undermines the struggle. It just, mm-hmm. it minimizes it. It makes it seem like if I can solve this for you, like you should be able to fix yeah. this for yourself. Yeah. What do you guys know about resilience? in what context (laughs) just in general um because I feel like that for me I feel like I really lack resilience in general and I want to find out if resilience is something that you're born with or if it's a skill you can acquire over time like I just I do not do well adapting to change like I I just would not describe myself as a resilient person and I feel like you guys are so I'm just wondering if that's like you can teach me if I can read a book about it or the capacity to recover quickly from difficulty right Mm -hmm. you think you're saying that we do I think so you don't feel that way when you read that definition Come on, you guys. I expected you have a canned first. response for this. Throwing <laughs> the ball to you. Uh, no, I think that that's such a hard because what like tough times have I recovered from certain situations in my life? No, still working on it. But, but it's, I don't think resilience is necessarily recovering from them so much as it is like continuing forward despite okay. them almost mm-hmm. yeah then, yes then I say that you're super fucking resilient yeah or I would say you are really yeah. Yeah, like the model <laughs> no, resiliency no. of a human yeah here's what, here's what I model you fake it until <laughs> you make it fake it I think you know Jess said earlier when you said how do you deal with something and Jess said you just keep going I don't know, Aaron. That's how I am too. Is like, fuck. Well, gotta keep doing the things we need to do. And I, I've, I don't know. I don't know. Like I've, I would never have put resilience in my bubble. Uh, okay. If I can bring us back to our Venn diagram from the first time we chatted, but I would put determined and stubborn, which kind of ends up maybe at resiliency because I don't like to fail. 
and I want to get to where my goals are or whatever. So I just like plow ahead and kind of like fake it till you make it. Um, I just don't admit defeat. It's very rare for me to do that. Good or bad, good or bad. I lead with defeat. I, I defeat myself before I start the task. But I don't know that I feel comfortable having the word resilient either in my bubble. And I'll tell you why, because for me, I guess I've always thought of that word, that definition of like, like literally impenetrable, like, you know, like, oh, no. And I I feel like I have so many holes that things leak through. (laughs) That was definitely (laughs) not appropriate. (laughs) Oh my God, is this too silly? Oh my gosh, impenetrable. Well, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like resilient to me is just like this, like it's a wall, and I don't feel like I. I think it. Yeah, I. I I think it together, Aaron. Okay. Well, you appear to have your shit together, so that's good enough for me. That's the fake it till you make it. It's a performance. Years of Eleanor Jury and Magnus Theater my acting career before I became fitness person shining through I feel like I didn't know you were an actor before now I'm questioning oh my gosh everything. for real I didn't know that either this is no. legitimate no like, and I feel like I I've gotten to know you at least in the last year a lot more and that detail has been absent do you have any video footage of you acting lots and lots yeah you need to upload something to our database. We need a clip. Yeah, you we need actually, something. And I also did like Thunder Bay commercials. Well, I've seen you in commercials, but like you did as a child. Oh, yeah. Sibling rivalry was a big one. Me and my sister. I'm looking that up right now. Can you please, please you have to, you do have to share something that would just like make oh, my day. It's terrible. Like I... Oh, anyways, it was fun, but I could never. What are you doing? Get off your Google machine, Jessica. I'm going to find it. I hope you find this (laughs) right now. (laughs) Well, Natalie, I'm going to read a bit more about resilience so I can talk to you. I want to get you on my side that you are resilient, but I need to come to the table with a better. Yeah, tell me if there's holes in the bucket, okay? Because if there's holes in the bucket, it's your ability to withstand adversity and bounce back and grow despite life's downturns. Yeah. That is like you to a T. Cry, you two. It's not about crying. You're allowed to cry and then you continue. Mm -hmm. It's not about not crying. No one's no one is expecting you to be a brick wall. So then why would you not put Jessica and Aaron in that bubble? What 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 makes you say you're not resilient? I put Jessica in the bubble. Yeah, I don't think I've had as many challenges in my life. Maybe that's part of it. But then when I've also befriended you over the years, you have a lot. Maybe you, okay, do you remember one day you said to me, holy, I didn't know you went through that many things in your life. Mm -hmm. And I actually said to you, and then later I said to my mom, I never thought of that. Like, I don't think that I have. It's just life. Would you not throw that ball back at yourself? Like, I feel like you've 
I would never throw a ball at myself, but um, no, like I, no, I feel, and I'm not like trying to compare my experience to yours, but when I think about the things, the hurdles that you have overcome in your life, yeah, like I don't have that many. I, I don't know. And maybe the the volume of challenges is irrelevant in someone's ability to be resilient, but yeah, I think that's just it is like, I have like a handful of things that I have gone through, but you have a lot, Nat. <laughs> yeah. And like, I feel like I have none. So maybe you're onto something Jess too, huh. that it is like, uh, like I always, it's part of where a lot of my guilt comes from, from my struggle is that like, I literally have nothing wrong in my life. There's literally nothing wrong in my life, like on paper, surface level. Mm-hmm. no real problems mm-hmm. well the three of us you're like I would even say that's the truth though like we have a home yeah our husbands and us have work we have food our kids mm-hmm. are in activities and like we're super privileged we're privileged so I wouldn't even say like I've had struggles but I, there's shit out there I don't mm-hmm. have that shit yeah and that actually I it, like I really love how this level of conversation came in because it's like the comments earlier where you can still feel these things. No one can tell you to not be upset or not be down because you're stressed or you're this. And because when, when the comment is made, well, there's worse out there. Yeah. There's worse out there all the time, but let me feel what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know about you guys, but I spend a lot of time thinking about all those other terrible things so like not to that obviously is not the same as living them but um I don't know I feel like that's a contributing factor in some way as totally totally climate change politics there's so many for our kids all the awful the internet like there's so many things going on that are very scary so how do we what's our, what's our next step here? What's our homework? What's our plan? I feel like we're at a bit of a, what's the right word? A holding pattern. Holding pattern? Pivot? Um, no, we're just moving on because this is exactly why we decided to commit for so long is because these things happen. Jess, we're going to meet next Friday, right guys? Yep. Yep. Okay. So this week, will you test it out in not running form, but test it out in terms of like trying the bike, in terms of maybe increasing the walking a little and see how your foot feels? Yes. But try to hold off for the week and maybe bike beside Aaron if you want or do something like that. I think holding off a week is really good. I also said earlier, maybe giving it some um, heat, right. trying some different av- uh, avenues that way. Yes and not getting down about it okay you're gonna be fine you're gonna make it it is not pulling you away from the goal okay Aaron I'd like you to really keep that run up so four was where we had left off you guys snuck in a five but like can you manage a four I think so okay and with your number one break down your number one now yeah okay Anything else, guys? 
What's, What's your, your homework? Yeah, that's where I was going to. I can't hear you. <laughs> God, you're um, sneaky. <laughs> to not go over six and to take away a run this week or to decrease a run or two this week. Yeah. So not do I feel like you should do that. I mean, you do you, it's your body, but I feel like because running gives you so much joy, you should do the six runs a week, but do two or three of them only three miles. Okay. And okay. add upper body right after or something like that. Okay. But don't go more than six on the other one or two. I or will not go more than six. And I promise to commit to one or two, three mile runs. I love how I am not a fitness trainer, but I'm going to tell you how to exercise this week. It's super fun. Yeah. That, that sounds, sounds All good. All we're doing is telling Natalie what she would tell us. Like, that's why that's the only reason we're qualified is because we're saying <laughs> what she would say to us in this situation. Again, I just loved how today our conversation just took on its own little creation. Did you ever take headshots as a kid? You're hilarious. You made me sweat. That was so funny. My whole goal. (laughs) But seriously, you're not answering the question. Did you ever have to do any sort of pictures? Like how far down this process did you get? I didn't get that far. I was like Thunder Bay actress. Could we please just, since you're a photographer, you're a... I'm an amateur photographer yeah and that is an amateur actress and I'm an asshole could we we're gonna have to do a mock-up of what Nat's headshots would look like could we do that absolutely that would just be that would just be something that's going on the Instagram yes that's what I'm saying okay I'm putting a headshot for Nat I'm just writing it down so we don't forget Oh, you're killing Were you me. in dance or anything, Nat? I feel like no, there's asshole. probably some sort of school of dance that has a wall of fame that we could perhaps oh source. <laughs> you guys feel good about today? Yeah, I'm happy. Okay, we all have our directions. We all have our homework. Yeah, amazing. Okay, then have a fantastic weekend. Thank you too. Friday.